Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Life's Festival. My name is Kyra Waitley. This is the podcast with a lot of questions. Very few answers, though, unfortunately. Uh, we've got a Brains Trust we'll uh, introduce you to in a moment. But first, today's contestant, it's comedian Danielle Walker. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Danielle? How's your lockdown going? Yeah, good. A lot of flowers there behind you today. Yeah, I had surgery um, oh, last nice. week. Hell of a time for surgery. Yeah, yeah they just, if you got to get it done, you got to get it done. And I was basically the only <laughs> the person. Dr. Catchphrase. Yeah. Do I, I haven't had um, anaesthetic since I was like a kid when I had my tonsils out and I I had to Google after. It, it said like not many people cry after it, but I did. Um, and I immediately woke up and started crying to the nurse because um, my shoulder hurt, not what I had the surgery for. Um, and also because I was sad because I, I love my boyfriend so much and she doesn't have access to him. So I was sad for her and kept crying because she didn't have my boyfriend as her boyfriend. So she obviously didn't have as good a life as me. Wow, it really affected you. Poor woman. Yeah. How do you Google that? How do you Google that? I Googled how common is it to cry after surgery and it said like 30 to 40% of um, children but like less than 2% of adults or something. Wow, that just... Puts you in a special category. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, congratulations on that. Um, I guess you. if any surgery questions come up in today's quiz, you'll be across it. Do you do quizzes very often? Was you, were you filling time in the hospital? Um, not really. I'm not really allowed to do anything that would make me competitive at all. Because of the surgery or? No, just because I get too fired up about competitions. Oh, really? Um, in the past, have you been known to? Oh, yeah. I've, if I can't play games with people, 
um, like we've got banana grams recently. Mm-hmm. Like Scrabble without the Scrabble board. Yeah, and I, I just I will make it so that I win every time. I mean, I do win every time. That's uh-huh. not hard. Um, I'm just better um, than my partner at it. But also, um, I am a stickler for the rules. Right. So. Uh, he's not allowed to use his phone, and if he does get words wrong, I will hold him to that. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound like you'll need a brains trust today. It sounds like you're going to get 10 out of 10 anyway, <laughs> but we do have uh, some assistance here for you, and uh, it's time to meet them now. First off, you may have read about this industry in the news quite recently. It has popped up, but I think I'll let her explain it. It's a hello to Annette Dupree. Hi, Karen. So nice of you to have me. Uh, thank you for joining us. Your your industry has has been the focus of some articles lately. What do you do? Yes, apparently they're um, they're making a Netflix show or something about what we do. Sometimes people want to be buried with something in their coffin. Sometimes people want beautiful messages delivered to someone special in their life. You know, an after the grave sort of um, act, if you yep. if you will, fulfilling a lot of dying wishes. Started a company, Last Wishes, um, letting them know that what they want at their funeral, I will make sure it's provided. Last Wishes. Oh, so things to be done at funerals. Um, sometimes, I'm, yeah, I'm left with a gift or something to pass on. To be honest, I'm, I mean, I do a lot of funeral crashing. I, right. I've been surprised. I, I did intend for this to be a nice um, business, but um, I've yep. been surprised at people's thirst for revenge <laughs> and, um, and their excitement at the thought of disrupting their own funeral by making pronouncements about um, other people doing them wrong, whatever. I mean, you know, for the price, I will do it, but obviously I am, I'm not really cut out for this. You know, the slam open the church doors, yell to someone about the affair that they were having with uh, Uh. their friend's wife, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of that. And that's, I mean, I've charged well. I will do it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just sort of people throwing grenades from beyond the grave, <laughs> yeah. essentially, and you, you're the one that that pulls out the the pin from the grenade yeah. and chucks it in there. Yeah, I really um, I really did think it was going to be more about delivering flowers, and um, <laughs> turns out human beings are just um, they're just really nasty, okay. even even in death. They're quite nasty. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about um, how that career is panning out for you across the course of this podcast. We have another member of the Brains Trust here joining us today. Um, it's a big hello to Salvatore Michelangelo, but you may know him as Italian man. Hello. <laughs> it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me, Mr. Whitley. Oh, thank you uh, for joining us. It does sound a little bit like your microphone's just off to oh, your side. I'm so sorry. I put this uh, thing in front of my face. <laughs> my grandson set up this bullshit. I don't know, understand. I click this one. I click that one. It's all a fuck up to me, eh? you know. But uh, he helped me with the video machine, which was a very nice. Eh? Now can I watch a gun with the wind anytime I like? <laughs> uh- <laughs> Now, um, Salvatore, do you mind if I call you Sal? Yes, sir. Oh, you do mind. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Michelangelo. Um, yes, sir. Are you, are you perhaps perhaps with your son? There, did you say son, nephew? I can't remember. Um, uh, grandson. Grandson. Yeah. Does, do you do the yes, weekend sir. quiz together in the news? Uh, sometimes we'll do the crossword there. It's because uh, he helped me to uh, understand, uh, you know, what this uh, up, down, uh, side to side mean. Uh, sometimes, mm. uh, you know, if there's a question about, uh, you know, I can learn, uh, I can help. Uh, or if the answer is a biscotti, uh, you know, I can help uh, because I am a, a racist stereotype. 
type, eh? but uh, if there is uh, something about, uh, you know, a, a, a Twitch eh? or about, uh, you know, about uh, how... Uh, TikTok. You know, yes, you know the Twitch? Eh? Yes, I know the Twitch, yeah. Yes, he, he, on the, he play the fucking, uh, he play the game uh, with the uh, fuck, uh, the fuck knight, uh, and the stab uh, where you stab the uh, bastard uh, in uh, the face uh, with uh, the dick. I don't mm. understand this thing, but uh, I like to uh, make the pizza. Mm. Well, that makes other people are happy, doesn't it? I mean, I guess. Uh... <laughs> Great. Good to have you with us. How are you feeling, Danielle? Got a, got a strong brain trust today? Yeah, I, I definitely feel supported um, and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's dive straight in. Question number one. What is the name of the entertainment company founded in 1979, by Harvey and Bob Weinstein. Oh, do you do uh, funerals for careers at all, Annette? <laughs> Good joke. Uh, no, obviously not. I would, and for the right price, yeah. because it's all about price, isn't it? I imagine that in your field, you you know, if if people do sort of lean on it for revenge, you do end up going to the funerals more of the Weinsteins and less of you know the the saints. Yes, because I suppose the saints don't have as much to apologise for. Yeah. Do they? No, they don't. Or to seek revenge. You know, yeah, they tend to be dying with a sense of peace, which is, that must be nice. Mm. What was, what's Harvey's brother, Bob? Bob Weinstein. They made a company together. Mr. Michelangelo, do you do you like the movies? Do you get down to the movies yeah, much? I've not seen a movie for a long time. The last one my grandson took me to was a beautiful film. It's called, it's about Australia and it has the Jackman and the, and it's oh, it was so beautiful. Australia. I think it's called Australia, I think. Yes, yeah. yes. And then they have the magical people and they go around. It's very inappropriate, but I don't mind. Great. Um, well, unfortunately, there's not too much assistance there for you, Danielle. Uh, do you know Do you know sort of much about... Oh, did he come into the potter plant? I think... Was that... Did Louis come in the pot plants? I think that was comedian Louis C.K. Somebody come into a potter plant. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a ridiculous thing to suggest that only one man can have ever come into a pot plant. That is true. I am not being a very... That is a broad stroke and a generalisation, and I apologise, eh? Yeah. To suggest that only one a piece of shit eh, could have come into a butter plant, eh? and uh, that's on yeah. me, and I, I'm sorry. You'd never do that, would you, Italian man? Oh no, I do this a lot. Oh. Eh. I, do, I, do, I do this, eh, but not in front of anybody. Mm. I have a respect. Have eh. you ever been asked to go to a funeral and scream? He used to come in pot plants, Annette. Kyron, even my degenerates are above that. Um, <laughs> But I did have somebody's ashes uh-huh. sprinkled where they used to touch themselves uh, on a cliff's edge. Wow. They wanted to be sprinkled where they used to sprinkle, if you get what I mean. Wow. Um, I mean, and I just, it's not what I set the business up for, but yeah. um, for the price, I will do it. So, like, if, if Louis requested that, you'd be tipping his ashes in pot plants. Mm, I don't, I mean, it doesn't feel like a good final resting place, does it? Mm. I would probably suggest that it was their own pot plant and that the pot plant was then disposed of. Yeah. I mean, so I would fulfil the last wish, but I don't think anyone should have to have that around. I think it's, it's a strange thing, isn't it, to want your ashes near your seed? 
it's, it's like you're potting it almost. It's, I mean, a cremation is the ultimate orgasm, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I'm a looking forward to this if this isn't the case. <laughs> I'm sorry we're not any closer to finding out what the name of the company is, Danielle, but... Um... That's okay. I have no idea, but um, I, I've, I had to spread somebody's ashes once and I didn't even know them really. Mm. I was in scouts and this particular scout leader died and um, his, he wanted his ashes taken over to Magnetic Island, to Florence Bay, and sprinkled over there. And my scout group was just the scout group who was booked to go over soonest. Yep. And so we did, <laughs> we went over there and uh, sprinkled this stranger's ashes for him. Did you get a badge for what, dedication or...? No, didn't get anything. And I had to, we had to hike in at night time because it's before they built a road into that bay. And so it was the middle of, it was a horror. And you, you know, you don't want to lose the scout leader's ashes. But at the same time, I was like 12 yeah. and it was a very heavy backpack. Did you have to carry the ashes? Yeah, we had to carry the ashes. And it was mine because I was a patrol leader, PL. So I was in charge of it. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> Um, well, we we do need um, we we will need some sort of answer for the the is name. It the of... Weinersteiner Company. Is it the Weinersteiner Company? Okay, that sounds All right, like I'll, I'll go. Down... For that. All right, Thanks, I'll... Salvatore. I'll put down the Weinstein. <laughs> it's the Weinersteiner Company. company. <laughs> Question number two: Tennis great Roger Federer <laughs> announced he had he had surgery this year. To which part of his body do you follow the tennis, Danielle? Um, was no, that was was it? It was Mark Philippoussis who was on the Masked Singer, wasn't it? It yes. wasn't. Roger Federer. So you do follow tennis? Yes. <laughs> Very closely. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have no idea. Sorry. Didn't the Marco Filippusis have at the show where all of the women line up in a roll and he pick a which one he want? He did. He was on some sort of dating show, wasn't he? It was. There was a show with. You don't remember this one? Yeah, with the there poo. There was a show where Marco Filippusis. The poo. Line up uh, all the women. Mm-hmm. And then he say, I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I want to fuck this one. I don't like this one. Uh, you don't remember? And it seems seems like a real shame that this wasn't a question about Mark Philippoussis because we would know which part of his body. I know yeah. so much about the Mark Philippoussis. <laughs> Maybe he's a glutes. <laughs> Was it that he's a glutes? I hope not, because he has very nice glutes, Mr. Federer. Played... I like to, I like to watch. Have you played tennis before, Mrs. Dupree? Oh, socially, yes. Do you? I imagine, I imagine you probably heckle at sport quite a bit. You know, used to sort of throwing in your own contributions. No, this. Is, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm actually no. This has been a real learning curve for me because I'm not. Um, you know, I'm a people person. I'm in sales. I like to do a job well, but I. But you know the. But the interrupting of eulogies, it doesn't, it doesn't come naturally. So why do you do it? What is it about? What is it? Is it the money? When a client is dying, they do not care what your price tag is. If they've got the money, they can't take it with them. Mm. So and what, there's a hot tip for young entrepreneurs. What is a fair price for yelling abuse at a funeral? Oh, look, if it's only, if it's only a one-day thing, it's, um, it's a 10 grand flat rate. Oh. And, um, so you've been to ones like longer? 
that a than a day than like a day. we oh like no, say... no so i guess what i mean not the funeral but i mean if it's um if there's follow-up required if it's not just interrupting the funeral but continuing with some follow-up phone calls to just reiterate that you you said you were my best friend and then you fucked my wife um i'm i'm still you know like i'm still calling you from the grave so if i, I can i can add that on but then that's going to increase their cost yeah. so yeah if it's just a one day thing oh, okay. we have the we have the consults we write up the details yeah. And then that's ten grand. What I like about what I like about this is that not only are they getting abuse, but they're also getting ten grand less in the will. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's poetic. Yeah. Except that in many many cases, the person um, that is being yelled at wasn't in the will in the first place. It is so interesting how much anger people have right to the very end. Mm. Salvador, how are you? <laughs> Me? How old are you, Salvatore? Oh, you know, I'm like, uh, I, don't, you know, I don't like to say uh, because I like to keep it young. Eh? I like to, you know, you know, make a bit of a mystery around the people. People say, how old are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a 32. <laughs> I'm a 32 years you old. You look older. Eh? You don't look 32. <laughs> yeah, no, I look pretty uh, fucked up. Yeah. Eh? But uh, I've been in uh, some car accidents and uh, I've uh, been uh, in uh, the bath too long, uh, one or two many times, uh, and I've been in, uh, I like to do the street fight uh, with uh, the hairdresser. Sometimes they hold the, sometimes the bastard, they hold the, the hairdryer too close to my head and they're burning me. I say, you do this on a purpose, you bastard. And I smack them in the dick uh, and uh, they go, they go, hey, Salvatore, I, I just didn't do it. That, that happened. My nonno did that to my uncle. Anyway, it's uh, <laughs> that's uh, some fucked up family stuff wow. there from a Marco Bonanno. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing this up. But I think it was a Miramax. <laughs> I think it was a Miramax before. I said the whitest in the company, but I think it was a Miramax. Now that I have time to think, I think it was a Miramax. Okay. Uh, well, we can we can perhaps. Do you want to change the first one from Weinstein Company to Miramax, Danielle? I would like to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. Okay, I'll change that to Miramax. Uh, but what about question number can, two? Which part um, of Roger Federer's body did he have surgery on? The Weinstein Company. <laughs> I would say. Oh, sorry. You go. I was just going to say, if you're tennis, surely it's between knee and wrist. Yeah. That's where elbow. You're... There's tennis elbow. That's a thing. That's okay. Elbow. Tennis elbow, that's a yeah, thing. I've heard sure. of this thing. Right. Let's go with elbow, I guess. Can I just say that as a spiritual person, I think mm -hmm. that there could be some sort of... Daniel's sore shoulder could be... Oh, it maybe it could be oh. a could be of significance. Oh. Well, that's just actually oh. because when you get the surgery, they fill your body up with gas and apparently it hurts your shoulder sometimes. Oh. Did you know that? They fill your torso. You're like a balloon, like one of those. Um, so there's you know, a lot like of how... room? Yeah. Because everything is so pick-a-packy in the body. They need a bit more. Uh... This makes sense to me. I did not know this, though. I have only yeah. had the colonoscopy. <laughs> have you ever had uh, the colonoscopy? Oh, no. No. Oh, I have. Yes. How was your experience? Oh, well, I, I wasn't awake for it, so um. Wait, it was nice. Put to sleep. Yes, mm. yeah. They put you under to put the camera up your uh, potato and uh, to have a look inside uh, to see uh, if uh, you have uh, any lumps. Ah. Any any specific lump they're hunting or? They just said I have a small lumps than they ever seen it before. 
And they said they they washed their hands. They say oh, we cannot help with this one. You are uh, Salvador. I really do think we should have a, a consult. Yes, yeah. yes. A lock in. A lock in elbow. Yeah, let's just say the elbow. Question three: What is the name of the new James Bond film? The release of which oh. has been delayed due to COVID nineteen. Oh. I think Salvatore. Uh, no. Oh. 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 Oh, I know this one legit. I know this one. Either that or you and that pot plant, really. (laughs) No, no, no. No, I'm just a very big Bond fan. eh? I love the secret agent bullshit. eh? Sometimes sometimes a bit of bullshit eh? with the car and the sun laser beam and the two mother, a diamond in the face and the... Uh, Halle Berry and the, the you know, and the, all of the bullshit and the, the surfing. Yeah, I don't think we have time to go through all of the movies, but yeah, and the, the gun and the moonraker, um, the sex up in the yep. space. Just looking for the, the name misogyny, of the new one. Too much bullshit, but the, the new one with Daniel Craig is called the No Time to Die. No time okay. to die. Does that sound right, Annette Dupree? You you work with death all the time. Mm, so I'm always interested in the death-themed title, yes. Mm. But no imagine if people had no time to die, you'd be out of the job. Well, exactly. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of what they're saying by employing your services. This was no time to die. I had more to do. Mm. I actually considered calling my company No Time to Die. Oh. Do you know, because <laughs> I think it's not what I do, though, because I take the paycheck. Before the passing. Yeah. <laughs> also, you don't you don't get paid after death. You get paid like you don't even wait for the will or the stuff to no. get paid out. Generally, yes, I do take the cash up front because it can be really difficult to go into a funeral, um, shout obscenities at, um, at someone's husband, mm. and Has then it- ask them for the money. Did they pay you to do this? Yeah, the day rate's ten grand. I do this for free every second of the weekend. <laughs> and you get to pay for this? Yeah, well, this um, is a bloody bullshit there. What's Salvatore? Salvatore, I, th- I mean, you're, I don't know if you're staying on script. Um, and that is what I do offer. I will, I that will is do it word for word. I go very off a script then. Yeah. I go- okay, well, you've got two options there, Danielle. Either no time to die or that um, complicated business structure. Yeah, I'm going to go for It's No Time to Die. You know, Salvatore is really bringing a lot to the table for this. Yeah, more than I thought. I happen to know the answer to a few of these questions. <laughs> I did not expect this. Well, being from Italy, maybe you'll know the answer to the next question. Question number four. Tripoli is the capital of which country? Tripoli. Come on, Salvatore. Tripoli. Tripoli, yeah. That's uh, three Italy's land up in a row. <laughs> <laughs> the answer may must be Rararom! <laughs> Rara! There's a little joke there for you. <laughs> Just a little, little word-based joke. Yeah, so what 
I did there is uh, no, we know, we know. I know, explain it the joke yeah. that a waste of your time, not to be very funny, yeah. and I uh, just embarrass myself uh, with my inability to improvise. So, uh, <laughs> let's say uh, I don't, I have never heard of this fucking country before. Yeah, is a uh, Tripoli, Tripoli's uh, the capital. We're looking for the country, Annette. Perhaps you might, oh. you, you know, Netflix show on the horizon. Obviously, this is a global business. Uh, has has it has it taken you around the world? I have had some really remarkable cruises, river cruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember where we've seen Tripoli. Uh. I also used to work for a river cruise company. Can you believe? Did you so, ever get to take the river cruises, or were you just selling the river cruises? Um, I was supposed to go for get to get one for free. And then, I don't know, something happened and it got cancelled. But I was supposed to go on a river cruise. It got cancelled. I was so annoyed. We were supposed to go to along the Rhine. Great wine country. Rhine wine. Has anyone had a Tripolian wine? I don't think I have it. No, I don't know if they do. I don't know if they make wine in Tripoli. So this is, so genuinely it's not Italy. No, I just looked it up. eh? It's uh, Libya. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the Tripoli is the capital city and the largest city of Libya, with a population of about three million people. Uh, but that was recorded in 2019. So uh, I think we're starting to understand why uh, Italian man has has got so many correct answers. Uh, no, no, this is this is, uh, this is the first one I have a look at. Eh? Oh, I think it's frowned upon searching for Isn't the. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know this thing. I wasn't oh, well. even sure what the podcast was. Eh? <laughs> and then by the time my grandson explained to me what it was, it was too late to cancel. <laughs> so uh, um, so I'm just doing my best here. But if I know use the Google, if I cannot use the Google, Annie, I, uh, can, uh, I can refrain from it. But uh, it is Libya. Can be I'm hundred percent sure of this one. What would you like to put down, Danielle? Um, I was gonna go for Nepal, but I think no, I'll no, 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 Libya. no, no, it's Libya. <laughs> do not do it, Nepal. Please. Yeah, I guess we'll go with the second answer then. Um, Libya. Libya. Okay, shocking. Question five. What the choice? I'll put a girdle round about the earth is a line from which Shakespeare play. I imagine all the sort of tragedies and the the crime and the good lines from Shakespeare. Do you ever get requested to throw some of them into the funerals, put a bit of Shakespeare in? No, 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 because that's the sort of thing people ask their friends and family, isn't it? That's You don't have to keep that a secret. Oh, it's more of a reading. Absolutely legitimate and fine request. And if, if it is requested, I can usually find a willing family member, so I haven't had yeah. to really do any Shakespeare. Um, What's the worst possible moment to peg something at a funeral? To, sorry, to what? To, to peg what? something? Oh, yeah. When? To throw to something. peg something at a funeral? Yeah, to, to throw in a bit of abuse. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say it would be when the pallbearers are walking out because if you knocked one out, like, accidentally with the throwing, mm. yeah. then obviously it's hard to My continue carrying. pegging is a very different thing. <laughs> 
I would never beg at the funeral. Well, you can't, can you? Unless, um, and because obvious if the body is embalmed, but if you do, my um partner's mum, she prepares bodies for the grave, and um she does it in a natural way, so she doesn't um pack the assholes with stuff. So you could still, you could mm. still peg um one of those more natural ones, mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Annette? <laughs> I um <clears throat> I once had a um hernia. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I can um, relate to this. Mm-hmm. Did you did you have to wear a girdle? No, I know where the girdle. I just have the donate. You know the thing uh, you put there on the seat. Oh, I think you're thinking of hemorrhoids. You're thinking of hemorrhoids. Hernia. Mm. Um, no, I have a hernia <laughs> in the asshole. It was a very special. It was a very particular. They said it's the first one we've ever uh, seen. Wow. You are an extraordinary man. Um, anyway, I had to wear a um, girdle, and I don't know if this is any help. But the brand was Hamlet Girdles. Oh, oh, maybe it's a Hamlet there. That makes wow. sense. I was mm. going to say a Midnight Summer's Dream because there is a character in the play that is a donkey, mm. and I like the donkey. Okay, so there's the two options for you. Uh, one subtle reference to Hamlet, and uh, one. One old man who likes a donkey. So which um There's a lot of a donkeys in a Cecilia. Um I'm gonna go for Hamlet, but okay. what's a girdle? A girdle is a supportive garment around the torso. Oh, so... okay. I was getting I thought it was the thing that the men took off from your thigh when you get married. But I think that. that's all I saw a girdle. No, that's a garter. That's a garter. That's a garter. Oh, okay. oh, I've been saying this wrong in my whole life. <laughs> Question number six. It's a good to come to here. You You've got a very large thing. thigh if you're wearing a girdle in place of a garter. But a garter is like the thing that holds the tights up in that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hmm. And you wear that for hernias? No, the girdle. The girdle. You um, the girdle. Just to stop you from breaking stitches when you uh, bend, o- bend over oh. to pick something off the floor. <laughs> Sorry, I have stitches right now um, in my stomach from my surgery and I can't think about that. And also my doctor, he gave me, um, he couldn't give me my gallstones because I wanted them. And um, But he did give me, he took photos of my insides and he gave me printouts of all my um, insides oh. and I just threw them on the ground when I walked in the house. And then every time I'd try and get out of bed for the first few days, I'd get up and feel my tummy pull and I'd look down on the ground and see my insides printed out and it was too visceral for me because I was connecting the real insides to my uh, and the pain um and so I had to throw those away um question number six (laughs) where are the headquarters of the world health organization world health organization it's and it's not Belgium. Okay, we've ruled out Belgium off the top. It, I mean, it might be, but that's not. That's where the um, all the that's where well, they have that nice. All the nice people get together to talk about anti-terrorism, right? Mm. No, you're no Belgium is the place where they make a chocolate. You're thinking of chocolate. You're thinking of a chocolate. Ah. <laughs> Are you, I don't know how you mix those two up. Eh? Is, uh, maybe you're not. Maybe the surgery do thing to your brain. Eh? But uh, that's a chocolate. I guess they've been in the news a little bit uh, lately. Mm. Um, yes. Eh? 
Is it the Adelaide? Could be Adelaide. Uh, Annette, I imagine you read the news so you can hit all the obituaries. Yes. Look, I... Um, I mean, that's market market share there for you, isn't it? I don't know why I'm thinking this, because I think it might be from a movie. But I'm thinking Geneva, but I think it's from a movie. Okay. So you think Switzerland? Yes. Is Geneva in Switzerland? No, you're thinking of a chocolate. Thank you, Salvatore. I think <laughs> I think you're thinking of chocolate, Salvatore. Oh, I, think... I am thinking of chocolate. I had a pack of Tim Tams before I come here. <laughs> oh, very nice. Have you ever had a Tim Tam? Yeah. It's the best biscotti I've ever had. <laughs> uh, do you want to lock in Geneva then, Danielle? Yes. Oh, are we not supposed to? Oh, we're, we're supposed to be more specific than the country. Uh, well, it just says where are the headquarters. Yeah, okay, we'll say Geneva. I haven't, my partner banned me from the news from at the starting point of COVID, oh. so I haven't seen the news since March. Why, why were you banned from the news? Because he said I, because I kept getting sad. This um, season of the news has been the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much. You know when they go from like six episodes a season to 50? Oh, they has overwritten mm. and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not good. Very repetitive as well. It's good to skip this one. Yeah, I guess we'll lock in Geneva then. Are you sure it's Geneva? Isn't that where they have the convention? Mm. Is it Belgium where I said? No, that's a chocolate. <laughs> I think the thing that is with the hurdle, that's the thing that's really catching us up is that there's literally Who? no place that the World Health Organization might be that doesn't make chocolate. And that yeah. is why we cannot <laughs> lock this answer down. Okay. Yeah. But also because of the hurdles, maybe it's the Olympics, maybe it's a Tokyo. <laughs> yes. Could be Tokyo because that's where they're hosting the Olympics. That's, that's where another... they have the Olympics. And, the, and the, they mentioned the hurdles, mm. which make me think of the Olympics in a Tokyo. So it could, be, um, it could be that the place where the WHO is based Where's that? I'm, oh, I'm not sure. That's <laughs> I don't know, but it could be that the place that it's based also makes chocolate or also hosts the Olympics. You know, they're not necessarily. I wouldn't. They're not necessarily one or the other. Mm. That's your opinion. So, does somebody actually know the answer? I can look it up eh, <laughs> if you. <laughs> no, no, I think no. no. I, okay, and then, I and said Geneva, and she said it like she knows. Okay, no. let's let, let's put down Geneva. I'm but noting. But if I'm right, if it's Bruges, and it could well be Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven: Who wrote the novel One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, it was Jack Nicholson, wasn't it? Oh, very good guess. Yeah. Jack Nicholson might have written that. Yeah. Sometimes Ooh. they do that, don't they? They write, star, direct. That's always a sign of a good film for me when they couldn't get anyone else to work on the project. <laughs> I do not know this one. Eh? I've seen the movie maybe one time, two times. Eh? Uh-huh. It's uh, very funny. I laugh a lot. Eh? I laugh, I laugh, <laughs> I laugh. I watch this movie. It's the man go cuckoo in the brain. Eh? Yeah. It's a very funny, very funny movie. It's like Adam Sandler. Very good. Eh? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So... <laughs> Annette Dupree, uh, have you have you read or seen One Flew Over the Cuck- One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I, oh, oh, sorry. I think Annette Dupree. So, sorry, Annette. <laughs> Annette. Uh, sorry, I'll use your middle I... name if you want, Claire. Have you? Uh, 
have you heard of or seen uh, or read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, the number of times I've seen the book. Not the movie and not read the book, seen the book. It's one of those ones that we real estate agents love to put on a bookshelf. Mm. And um, I have seen it time and time again. You want those recognisable names, don't you? Mm. Do you recognise the author's name, though? That's the... Mm. Oh, I certainly would. Well, uh, uh, if it's about the flower of the cuckoo nest, eh, mm. and uh, it's a good writer, what do you know? Eh? Maybe a cuckoo bird wrote the book. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is a cuckoo a type of a bird? Eh? Yeah. Oh, good. Eh? Let's rock in... Uh, a cuckoo. Okay. Uh, happy happy to go with cuckoo if you would like that, Danielle. Yeah, I'm happy to lock in cuckoo. Okay. That started off so strong. Yes. We honestly though, if we lost, if we got two answers wrong, that's yeah. fine because that's fine. Like, and honestly, you you two really been holding up the team because I've known zero of these answers. <laughs> All right, we'll put down cuckoo. <laughs> Question number eight: Blue and white and liquid. Are political parties in which country? Likud is L-I-K-U-D. Blue and white and Likud are political parties in which country? This is not my strong suit. This well, you're not is... allowed to read the news, so that's, that's tough, no. isn't it? Is the flag for Greece? Blue, Blue and, and white, white and Likud. Blue and white and Likud. Yes. Uh, maybe France. France too. They like to get Likud, don't they? It would, but it would yes. be Le Blue and Le White. True. True, so we're thinking it's got to be a, a, a country that speaks English. Well, yeah, they do speak it a bit. They don't, um, yeah. they don't like it when you speak no, Which French. leads me to think they wouldn't name their political parties after it. But what's the word liquid? Oh, that's a good question. L-I-K-U-D. Well, 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 maybe it's Canada because they speak both. True. I don't, yeah, but I don't think it is a French word. I think, uh, I think that just sort of came up as a joke. Uh, and now you are uh, holding on to it like it's a, some sort of fact. Uh, so uh, I would distance myself uh, from yeah. the French idea. Yeah. Plus, they make chocolate, so it can't be the French. Oh, is it chocolate? <laughs> has anyone heard of a country that I've never heard of a country who has political parties named the same way you name sporting teams in primary school? So I'm no. not. <laughs> I'm not sure myself. Happy to put Greece based on the flag. I mean, that's yes. I love this yeah. one. Let's that's do a that. Very smart. It's a very good day. Yep. It's where democracy was born. There. <laughs> Okay, it's this... a way the film 300 is a set there. Yep. It's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> this next question is multiple choice, so um, there's, hey. a good, there's a good shot at getting one right. The 2020 Formula One Australian Grand Prix was scheduled to take place over how many laps? How many laps oh. were they going to race in 2020 at the Australian Grand Prix? 50, 58 or 64? 50, oh. 58 See. or 64? Well, 64 is yeah. a Nintendo. So it, can't, it can't be that. It can't be that. Eh? Uh, what were the other ones? Uh, 50 or 58. What, are you supposed to count the laps? You don't mm. nobody would do that, right? Mm. It's so interesting. When you, when you start a quiz, you feel like you might be good at quizzes. Yeah. And then there's that point in the quiz that has happened uh, probably yeah. five, uh, five minutes every ago question. where you go, I... I don't think I, I like quizzes. <laughs> I think maybe 58, a good middle round, the 64, <laughs> too many, I fall asleep eh, if it was 64. But, but 64 50. is divisible mm. by 
so many numbers. Yep. Like divisible by six, one. divisible by eight, four, oh. two. It's oh. so neat. Oh. Yeah. What do you reckon, Danielle? Do you are you angling towards fifty, fifty-eight, or sixty-four? Knowing as you do about you know the divisibility of the numbers and that there is a Nintendo sixty four and um... there is that is a reference to a the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just feel like the you know that one that they do in Bathurst, they go around that mountain like hundreds of times or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know, and I'm I don't care about it either. I guess. <laughs> So um, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Also, oh, there are no sticks. So it's... <laughs> yeah. Shall we all say a number on three and whoever gets the most wins? Okay. All right. One, okay. two, three. 64. 64. Yeah. 64. There's three 64s and 158. This is a bullshit day. You all teamed up against me. I hope it's a 58 and you're a fucker burn. I hope you're burning a fucker hell. I never thought we'd get to this, but it's question 10. The final question. Oh, God. In which year did the then Prime Minister Julia Gillard give her misogyny speech? In which year did the then Prime Minister Julia Gillard give her misogyny speech? Yes, I'm a try to think. I remember... Where I live, eh, when this happened. Eh? Okay, well, you think about that. 2012, maybe. I um, I have this gut feeling that it was 2013 just because of where I was, but I would defer to Salvatore. 2012, 2013, it's a good guess. It could have been either year. I uh, have the speech printed out on a tea towel. Oh. I do actually have the speech printed out on a tea towel. Um, does, it have a, does it have a year on the on the tea towel? Probably. Do you want me to check? Does your printer, <laughs> does your printer take tea towels? No, it's uh, for a gift from uh, the mother-in-law uh, who uh, is... Uh, I'm uh, just a talker. This is just a marker now, but I keep the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, Naomi's mum eh, give uh, this to us for a gift. Eh? Uh-huh. I've read it many times. Uh, it's a very good speech. Eh? And uh, But I cannot remember if it has the data down at the bottom. Maybe it does. Eh? 2013 is a pretty good guess eh, mm. if you have the gut feeling. But, eh? but Danielle has a gut feeling it's 2012. So. But I'd go for 2013 too. I just remember I was living in London and it was between 2011 in 2013, because those I was out of the country for those dates. 12? Let's go 12. 12. Okay. 12. All right, lock in 12. 2012, it That's is, maybe. 10 questions. Time to have a look at some answers. Oh. Uh, how do we all think we did, just quickly? I think we did good for the first few when Mark knew them. Mm. I think uh, maybe lucky we get the five, uh, but uh, I think at the most of three. We definitely got Libya. <laughs> Olivia, 100% yeah. certain this yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, well, let's have a look. Question number one. What is the name of the entertainment company founded in 1979 by Harvey and Bob Weinstein? You averted Weinstein Company, locked in Miramax, and it's Miramax. Yes. Question number two. Uh, the part of the body that Roger Federer recently had surgery on was the knee, not the oh, elbow. Oh, so close. How dare so you? Close. I said it was knee or wrist. I'm sorry, it was just the other bendy a bit there. I did not know. They're very similar if you think about it. The next James Bond film to be released is, as you said, No Time to Die. Yes, I know this one. I'm a bigger fan. Question number four. You, Google was right. It is Libya. Yes. Five. Uh, I'll put a girdle around b- about the earth is a line from 
A Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh my god! Oh, oh no. my god, you screw me! You screw me! <laughs> That's really shit from those gu- gu- whatever the girdle people who named their company mm. Hamlet. Hamlet have called it the donkey! Yeah. Question number six Despite the chocolate they make, the World Health Organization is also in Geneva, Switzerland. Oh, very good there. Uh, question number seven. Uh, who wrote the novel One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? You said a cuckoo. The answer was Ken Kesey. Of course, Ken Kesey, the very would... famous novelist whose name everybody knows. <laughs> Blue and white and liquid are political parties in Israel, not Greece, I'm afraid. Is the Israel flag also blue and white? Israel's not a country, is is it? Yeah, it's a country. I'm yeah. very bad with geography. There's a bit of a big um, deal about that, actually. I think that's a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you said something that is potentially quite offensive to a lot of the people. Well, if we could just edit that out, that would be great. <laughs> Question oh, number nine. The 2020 <laughs> Formula One Australian Grand Prix is scheduled to take place over 58 laps, not 64. Oh, you son of a bitch! You're dead to me again! You fucking screw me! <laughs> And in 2012, Julia Gillard gave her misogyny speech, so you correctly changed that. Better good there. Giving you, as predicted by Pizza Man, 50 50. Yeah. Wow. Five out of 10. Congratulations, Italian man, and um, thank you for joining us. That's okay. So I know you have to rush to off. Here. I thought I'd quickly check in, see if you, know, you clearly enjoy quizzes. Do you enjoy sketch comedy at all? No. It's not for me. Because there's it's... um, there's this uh, there's a group called Auntie Donna that I thought you might like to check out. There's actually there's actually a character quite similar to you. I don't know if maybe it's based on you. I'm not sure that um that appears from time to time. Uh, maybe uh, I'm uh, confused as to where to go because I'm, it's so meta now. Yeah. It's become uh, meta on uh, several levels. Yeah. Characters played by Mark Bonanno, anyway. Oh, shit. So, um, <laughs> worth checking out if you... It's a good... You look, at, uh, look it up on the YouTube. Uh, you have a good time. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Annette Dupree as well. Thank you. Um, thank you. Us. Thank you. And as I always say when I say goodbye, stay well, everyone, but not for too long. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Um, before you leave, I just want to check in because mm. I wonder how far out uh, you, book, you book work. Like, do you, do you book work of people who are, you know, younger or someone like, say, for example, like Claire Hooper, say, I don't know if she's got in touch. She has very specific requests. Um, uh, I don't know if you've heard she wants to be face down in the coffin. <laughs> didn't, know, didn't know that. Ready no, for really a pegging. interested in doing things differently. Just freshening things up. Everybody's seen a lot of face up, so. <laughs> just yeah. a small twist. Just a small twist. Keep things light. Just a little bit, but if you leave that sort of request to funeral directors, it mm. won't necessarily happen. They'll think it's a mistake. So, um, well, thank you for joining us and for your contributions, and congratulations, Danielle, on five out of ten. Not too bad, really, in the scheme of things. Thank you. I definitely um, did all of that on my own. Yeah. Um, without any help from anybody else. Oh, you, got, you got the last. You got the misogyny speech, right? That's yes, true. That's, yeah. That's actually true. I cannot actually believe that. Yeah. Must have been from before you were banned from reading the news. It, it was in. before I was banned from reading the yeah. news. Uh, well, thank you all very much. Thank you for joining us. That's been Wax Quizzical. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 